This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Too Old to Date. I wanted to tell you about a new podcast I've been enjoying called Poor Taste. That's poor, spelled P-O-U-R. It's a pun, the same way the Beatles are a pun. The B-E-A-T of the Beatles, like the beat of the music, not like the bug. Anyway, so Poor Taste is the go-to source for all things cocktail. Through years of consultation work with hotels, restaurants, and bars, John and Lindsay Yeager are now bringing their cocktail and spirit prowess to the Poor Taste podcast. Each week, John discusses spirit and cocktail history while guiding guests through recipes. The podcast also features award-winning authors, spirit importers, and tastemakers to discuss trends and other tidbits from today's cocktail community. You can find them at their website, poortaste.com, or through jabberjawmedia.com. I don't sing, I don't dance, I don't do those anymore, anything I don't show, you won't try here anymore. Michael. 35, waits in the IDNYC line at the Guggenheim Museum. The IDNYC line is much shorter than the general admission line. It is very cold outside, and Michael is pleased with himself for being permitted in the IDNYC line. Bradley, 33, stands in the general admission line, leering at Michael. So you're not going to get in this line with me? Hey man, uh, no, that's ridiculous. Why would I wait in that line with you? I specifically got this ID so I can get into places faster. So I'm just gonna, you know what, I'll just see you inside. It's fine. This is a total dick move. I, I can't hear you, man. My line's moving. I'll, I'll see you on the inside. Once inside the museum, Bradley, still dressed in a jacket, knit beanie, and the scarf his absentee father gave him when he returned to the United States after many years abroad, approaches Michael, who has already relinquished himself of his cold weather garments. That was really fucking lame, man. What, that I wouldn't wait in the line with you? Yeah, coming to the museum was your idea. So it feels like this was a fucking trap to get me to wait in the long line while you got in and got to be warm inside. It's freezing out there. Listen and, wait, wait, whoa, whoa, don't talk yet, because beyond that, you were fucking late. So I had to wait even longer, and I thought I was saving you a spot in line. Dick move. This artist is one of my favorites. We're going to have a good time. You're not going to regret this. I'm not having fun so far. And I, you know what? There's another fucking line inside. What's going on here? Aha, see, this is the golden toilet line. Why would there be a golden toilet line? Because this artist, man, one of the things he did is he made this golden toilet, and you can actually sit on it and use it. That is dumb. That is a dumb thing that you're saying to me right now. No, you're going to like it. It'll be fun. There are probably regular toilets all over the place. Like, what do I need to stand in line for a golden toilet for? I'm not doing that. Okay, how about this? I will wait in line, and then you just come in there with me and take a picture of me on the toilet. Are you a fucking idiot? If you wait in line, then I'm also waiting in line. It's a huge waste of time. Come on, man. Do me a favor. I thought this would be a good dating pick. Is this the reason we came here? So you could take a stupid pick on a toilet for a dating app? Oh, come on, man. You know this would be a good picture. It's only a good picture for you. This all seems very selfish, and I'm going to fucking leave. Oh, come on. Don't leave. I'm leaving. My cousin wanted to get brunch with me anyway. I blew him off for this, but I'm going to call him and try to make that happen because this is bullshit, and I fucking hate you. Oh, come on, Brad. Don't leave. Brad. Bradley briskly exits the Guggenheim and takes the subway to meet his first cousin, Carter, 27, at a soul food restaurant in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Carter is an account executive at an American multi-brand, multi-channel specialty retailer. Though younger, he is far more fashionable than Bradley. 
He often gives Bradley articles of clothing that he no longer wants. Both cousins arrive embarrassingly, wearing very similar long-sleeve v-neck shirts. After sharing a blushing laugh and learning that it will be a 45-minute wait until they can be seated, they find a nearby heated awning under which to wait out the delay. You still seeing that guy? I forget his name. Uh, the older guy. Sort of. I've been out of town almost every weekend this summer, and he's really been busy with work and his friends, so I actually haven't seen him in a while. But we text a lot. Do you still like him? Yeah, he's so nice, and it's been nice to have someone around more in the background. Plus, I'm not drinking right now, doing a sober month, so it's been good to feel focused in general, and focused on me. Yeah, I I can see where that's convenient, but then you're not having sex. No, Brad, there's still some non-old guy sex. And when I see him, the sex is good. Maybe when we're less busy it'll get serious, or maybe I'll move on to something else, but for now, it's fine. That is very adult-sounding. I'm all over the place right now. So last night I was hanging out at home, reasonably sure that my biggest frustration of the night was going to be that I was downloading the Domino's Pizza app for the fifth time. Domino's does not sponsor this podcast. Bradley simply has bad eating habits. I keep thinking like a delusional idiot that if I delete it after I use it, I won't order Domino's anymore, but that's never the case. But then, anyway, I start chatting it up with a girl that I matched on Tinder, and she's crazy cute with massive blue eyes, like the way perverted Japanese anime artists draw blonde women's blue eyes, and she has tattoo sleeves, which I'm suddenly all about. You like tattooed girls now? Nah, it's weird. I I don't like random tattoos on a girl's body, but I'm super into sleeves. Probably because I'd never get one, so I, I, I don't know, I think it's ballsy or sexy for a girl to be able to pull that off. I don't know. Whatever. It's not a fully realized fetish. But anyway, we're chatting and she says she's bummed out because she just gave away a concert ticket and was just going to stay in and watch true crime documentaries all night. So I suggest we grab a drink and some snacks instead. And she says she doesn't drink and I'm like, alright, well I'm happy to just eat. And then she says she's low on vocal words and would need some conversation stimulation fodder beyond her own thoughts. What does that even mean? Yeah, it was fucking lame. But she's cute and quirky, so I go along with it when she asks me to see an old movie with her at the Metrograph downtown. But before I commit to a 45-minute commute, I make sure we plan to get food afterwards so we can actually talk. But she's worried she might be sleepy afterwards, and I'm like, what the fuck is the point? Anyway, she says she called the place and that the movie was sold out, so I again suggest, why don't we stay uptown? Oh, sorry, she lives on the Upper East. And she says now that she's feeling weird because she missed out on both the concert and the movie, and she doesn't want to get on the Crosstown bus and come to the Upper West. So I'm like... Fuck, I'm not an ass clown. I'm not going to make you travel. I'll come to the Upper East, but nope, that's it. We don't go out. I eat my pizza, and then I get mad at myself for being in my apartment for over 24 hours and not going to the gym. I don't know what to say about any of that, but I totally forgot. I was at dinner last night with a bunch of my friends from college, and one of them brought along a girl she knew from high school. She'd ask this girl out. She has a food blog, too. You'll remember that in season one, Bradley swore that he would never turn his strong, specific, and often vitriolic opinions about food into a blog. He did not make good on that promise, and now runs a website called Burger One Time. He often finds himself frustrated that the blog's Instagram account is far more heavily trafficked than the blog itself. Damn it, Carter. Did you think she was cute? Was she actually cool? And can we please stop setting me up with people purely based on one mutual interest? I fucking hate being a food blogger. Do you ever listen to yourself talk? Most of what you just said just sounds dumb. Yes, she's cute. Look at her Instagram. She posts pictures of herself, not just food. She's at Nashville. At Nashville? So she's punny. Fucking hate puns. You hate everything. Maybe don't go out with her. I don't want my friends knowing I'm related to such a downer. I don't hate everything, I just puns. And I guess some other things. Whatever. I'll look at her profile later. What else is up with you? Well, I wasn't going to tell you about this, but it's pretty funny. And a good example of what happens to me when I'm sober for a month and bored alone. The other night, I met up with this guy from Bumble. We started hooking up. Halfway through, I realized I'd fucked him before. (laughs) What? How did you not figure that out before? 
We didn't spend a lot of time talking before we started having sex, and his room and the motions of the whole thing just felt really familiar, and not in a good way, in a boring way. But that's not even the weirdest thing that's happened to me lately. Okay, what could be weirder than not realizing you slept with someone before you're inside of them? Okay, I don't know if this is weirder, but it's weird. When I first moved to the city last year, I hooked up with this guy. Nothing comes of that, and then last week I matched with him again on Grinder, and he texts me immediately because he still has my number. He goes off on me, tells me that our last encounter really messed him up because he was still confused about his sexuality then. Dude, what did you do to him? I can't remember, but I probably just got bored while we're having sex and mentally checked out. Yeah, that happens to me too. But the weirdest part isn't that he was mad at me. It was that he asked me if I wanted to go out with him again. Yeah, no, you didn't, right? Repeats are obviously a problem for you. And all this drama and bullshit, it's why it's good for me to have a guy in the background. Ads in the show? Yeah, we put ads in the show now. It's okay. You'll learn about cool stuff to listen to and get. All great things that advertisements afford you. Look on the bright side, because here's an awesome podcast you should be listening to from the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. It's called The Future of What? The Future of What? is hosted by Kill Rockstar's president, Portia Saban. It explores current trends within the music industry through the eyes and ears of working professionals who shape and mold it. The show isn't afraid to get political, which it did at a recent live show at South by Southwest. And other live episodes have been conducted recently at the Tree Fort Music Festival, and also cover topics like the current state of music criticism. You can find The Future of What at killrockstars.com slash thefutureofwhat, through jabberjawmedia.com, or on iTunes and your favorite podcast players. Recently, Michael's dentist discovered some troubling areas in his gums that appeared to be caused by a weakening of his maxilla bone. Michael accepted the dentist's request to see a specialist, but failed to check the location of said specialist. It was in Mamaroneck, a lovely Westchester suburb 30 miles north of New York City. After leaving the Guggenheim, Michael takes a ride in a subway, a train, and a cab to the specialist's office. He sits in the office of Dr. Carmen Simon, 39, an oral surgeon. The young, homely Dr. Simon has male pattern baldness, but the confidence and swagger of a much more attractive man. Okay, so I took a look at your x-rays and there's definitely some bone loss in your upper jaw. The bone is starting to cave in around your tooth and it's only going to become worse. Eventually you're going to have a lot of pain and the gums will even start to wear away. Our only option is a minor surgical procedure. I was afraid of that. So what needs to be done? Well, first we go in there, we remove your front tooth, and use this new material to graft bone to the area. We wait around three to six months. Let that graft settle. Then we'll go in there and install a tooth implant. This will take another six months or so to settle. Then we'll add a crown back on top, and you should be back to normal. I need to lose my front tooth? Unfortunately, yes. Uh, It needs to come out so we can fix the jawbone. So I won't have a tooth? For a year? Well, we make a temporary false tooth you wear during the process. You can either get a mouth guard with a fake tooth in it, or get a flipper which just attaches to the surrounding teeth. Right, so... Wait, can I eat with either of those fake teeth in? Probably not. You'll need to take it out when you're eating, and especially when you're sleeping. You could swallow the fake, and they've been known to get stuck in people's intestines. But, like, what about my life? I can't do that. I can't take out my front tooth every time I go to eat or go to bed. How am I supposed to explain that to dates? Is this absolutely necessary? I'm sorry, but it is. You can either explain it to your dates what you're going through now, or you can explain it to them in a few years when there's a giant rotting gap in your head. 
It's going to take an entire year? On the longer side, yeah. So I guess you should try to find a girlfriend now. <laughs> all you need to do is just set up an appointment with a receptionist and we should be all good. Michael rises from the dentist's chair and approaches the receptionist. Yvette, 61, has worked with Dr. Simon since he opened his practice eight years ago. She became a proud grandmother for the first time the day before, and is more than a little irritated that Dr. Simon insisted she work for the day before traveling to Omaha to visit her son, daughter-in-law, and new granddaughter. The doctor is available in two months. Mm, on the 7th. Does that work for you? Uh, yeah, sure. I guess that works. And your insurance provider will only cover 10% of this procedure, so you'll need to have your portion of the surgery paid for before then. Okay, um, how much is that? Roughly $4,000. Holy shit! No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to swear. I'm just, that's a lot of money. I mean, I guess I'm going to be saving money by not going on dates, because who's going to want to go out with a guy with a big hole in the front of his face? Um, sure. I also need to tell you that you need to have someone here to accompany you home on the day of the surgery. What? Why? You can't sign yourself out. Someone else needs to do that for you. It's standard practice because of the anesthetic. But, like, what if I don't have anyone? This office isn't close to where I live. And I'm single, so I don't have, like, a significant other or anything. I have no family around. I don't have any friends I could ask to spend an entire day coming up here and waiting for me to come out of surgery. Well, we can't perform the surgery unless you have someone here. Wait, but I won't even be driving. What if I just get a ride chair to take me home? You still need to have someone here in the waiting room. Do you think I could, like, pay a cab driver to do that? I don't think so, sir. I don't know, what about, like, a service? Like, a TaskRabbit thing? Could I pay someone just to sit here for me? Do you, do you have any information on that? Uh, no. I do not have information about a service you can hire. Wait, what about you? I'm sorry? Well, you're gonna be here, right? Couldn't you just escort me down the stairs? You need to find someone who can come down here and be here while you have that surgery. Well, I'm sorry I don't have anybody in my life right now that can do that. The surgery isn't for two months. I guess you can take that time to find yourself a girlfriend. You guys need to stop saying that. It's not clever. You don't have any friends who can do it? No. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have one. Hold on, let me call him. See if he can do it. You don't need to do this now. I'm sorry, just hold on, it's ringing. What's up? Hey man, how was brunch? It was good. Glad I didn't wait in your shitter line. Was your gold toilet good? Uh, yeah, there was actually a guy walking up and down the line offering to take pictures of people. <laughs> they were actually about to kick him out because he was creeping people out, and then I jumped in and said he was my friend because I actually needed him to take my photo. Dude, you kept your pants on when he took that picture, right? Well, no. That wouldn't have been very authentic. But that's not why I called, man. I, I'm at the dentist, and I'm having the surgery in a couple months, and they need someone to be here for me while I'm in the surgery. Because I'll be all fucked up and the anesthetic and all this shit, and I can't just check myself out. Would you mind doing this for me? You know, you got a lot of fucking nerve asking me for a favor after the shit you pulled this morning. I'm gonna have to think about it. Okay, but, um, while you're thinking about it, there's one thing you should know. The dentist is actually up in Mamaroneck. Fuck off with that shit. Come on, man, I need your help. You really don't need to decide this right now. Lady, I'm taking care of it. Seriously, man, I'm out. Figure out your own way home. Yeah, I said that, but they said I can't have a cab driver check me out. Well, then I guess you better start working on getting a girlfriend now. Too Old Today was created by Mike Tanzillo and Brad Garoon. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Our theme music is Loveless by Go Go Ghost. Stalk us on social media at Too Old Today. If you have questions, comments, or the unbearable desire to be an angry troll, email us at info at 
Want to share your dating stories? Give us a call at 718-559-1040 and leave us a message with your story. If we get really good ones, we'll play them on the show. For more info, visit tooltodate.com. And while you're there, consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows, pay for more dates, and <clears throat> maybe give the narrator a raise. Darkest night, and we will glow in our places This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.